Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Ugly Ducklings podcast with your hosts, Rashida and Bryce. And today, we had to bring it back to reality television and talk about Love is Blind. Who else saw that reunion? We need new hosts. There were questions that were left not asked and unanswered. I was upset. So I felt like, you know, me and Bryce both watched this season, had a lot of opinions, would be talking about it offline, of course, like, you know, just on our regular phone conversations. And so we thought, why not just talk about it on the podcast? A lot of our listeners also listen to or watch reality TV. So we thought this would be a perfect opportunity to discuss all of the castmates from this past season, season four of Love is Blind in Seattle. Yeah. So from start to finish, I thought this season was very chaotic. Um, I was actually looking forward to it when I saw the cast reveal because there were a lot of Black people in there this season. Well, a lot of potential singles, right? So, like, we had, like, I want to say close to, what, 14, maybe 13 Black people? Like, yeah. That odds. Um, but I say all that to say we might have had, I think we had two Black couples and then one interracial. No, two Black couples and then an interracial couple. Maybe two interracial couples. So, between um Kwame, Chelsea, and Bliss and Zach. So. Yeah. Yeah. I actually kind of almost forgot about Kwame and Chelsea. I was just thinking about Bliss when you said interracial. I was like, oh, you're right. Kwame and Chelsea do count in that scenario. Um, all right. So let's first just talk about, I guess we'll talk about the reunion. And then of course we'll just like segue into the actual episodes. But what were your opinions on how it was formatted? So first of all, Netflix that was a complete flop with the whole live show piece because they were sitting there for over an hour apparently and it just wasn't working but like why isn't it working like I just feel like what in turn who do we need to speak to because like from my understanding wasn't like the Chris Rock one live or something and I feel like that came up right away am I wrong also number two like whose idea was it to make it live it didn't have to be live. Yeah, so I can't speak to Chris Rock. I need to look back and see if that was originally. I'll have to look it up. But I don't know why it needed to be live because there wasn't really a live element that needed, that was like needed. Like there wasn't like interaction with the crowd where they were like answering real-time questions or asking, or people were like tweeting, let's say, and then they were like answering tweets or something. It just, I don't know why we needed that in real time. I don't think we did. Everything else that they put out, we find our way to talk about it online anyway, without it being live. Right. So that was a little strange for me, but I mean, I'm glad I didn't try to watch it live. I was just like, oh, it's Sunday, I'll watch it. Um, I forgot that it was even coming on. And then, then it was like, oh, sorry, we're experiencing technical difficulties. And then I did try again, like maybe at nine o'clock my time, mind you, we're talking about like West Coast, it wasn't working. And then I said, okay, I'll just watch this tomorrow. I don't have the energy. Right. Yeah, I waited till the next day as well. It was, it was just really poorly produced at that point. <laughs> I just was over it. Um, and if we continue on the host. Nick and Vanessa. I feel like this was Vanessa's reunion. She definitely dominated the questions. And my main issue with Vanessa, and I'm not in the entertainment industry, 
I'm not a journalist. I'm not, I don't have a background in communications. I just watch TV, right? But for me as a host, you had to come into it very unbiased until provoked. And it felt like, or how I was experiencing Vanessa, was that she had her favorites and who she was protecting. And it felt like a lot of the women she was protecting, and hey, I get it, she's a woman too. But individuals like Micah and Jackie, to me, were not held accountable enough. Agree, 100%. Yeah, I don't know where... It's hard to say because I feel like at that point, if it is your child, cognitive dissonance kicks in. So you might try to rationalize your child's behavior, um, especially like if they're used to Micah being a bully already or her being immature with how she deals with people. They might just like chalk it up and say, oh, that's just how Micah moves or she just did that for reality TV or she just did that so that people would notice her and not necessarily hold her accountable. But for me, if I'm actually, if that's actually my daughter, I would just tell her, like, you need to get a grip. Like, before you even went on the show, what was Micah, 25? I think so. 25 or 26. Right. She wasn't emotionally mature enough to even go on the show. She wasn't, that was not the show for her. It wasn't. She should have been on Too Hot to Handle yikes um i'm gonna say something rude but she would not have been casted on that show no well, maybe 20 something if it comes back yeah that would have been a better one yes we're the mole, yeah. mole. <laughs> she would be good for something like that yeah because um, no she the fact that she had two men that really really wanted her still surprise me and then also though let's talk a little bit about paul what he said is quite fucked up i was like damn but then i also later on was just thinking about the show and i'm like you were in the pods talking to her a long time for hours and hours apparently and none of these things showed up at all like to me even with a wall, I think I would be able to tell if you were nurturing. And the reason why I bring this up, there was a scene where Kwame and and Micah are in the pods. And he's like, you know, one thing that I get from Chelsea that I'm not getting from you is essentially like that love, that affirmation, like those words of assurance that you really care about me and that you want to be there for me and love me. And she's kind of like, yeah, I'm not doing that. So to me, based on that interaction, I'm going to just make a guess that she would have said something similar to Paul. Like, I'm just not that type of lovey-dovey person. I don't share my feelings. She probably didn't share her feelings the same way she did with Kwame. So now all of a sudden he's like, yeah, she's not nurturing and, you know, it should have happened organically. But like, what questions were you asking her in the pods? That's, that's valid. I think with Paul and I, as a man, I think what happened is, he knew Kwame was the competition. So rather than looking at it like who would be more compatible with me, which I think Paul's compatibility partner probably was the other woman that he broke up with to be with Micah, that probably was the person he should have went with, right? I think that his competitive edge kicked in and kind of like he had like rose-colored glasses when it came to Micah where he just wanted to conquer her and win. Like to just... Yeah. Beat 
aged and get married for the show. And then when he was in it, he tried to make the best out of it. Like, oh, I made this decision. This should have been the best decision for me. And somewhere down the line, it clicked like, she's not about shit. Yeah. And then it goes back to the host, right? Because remember, there's like a clip when they're talking to Micah and Paul specifically about their relationship. Or actually, no, I think they're just talking to Micah and they're going through all the clips of her being a mean girl. And they go through the clips where I think the girl's name is Amber that he didn't pick. Right. I think that is her name. And, you know, she's crying and they show like Irina listening in and her listening and them laughing and stuff. And I feel like that would have been a perfect scene where Vanessa or Nick stopped the camera there and been like, so let's look at this. Isn't that kind of fucked up that you're laughing at this girl who clearly cared about the guy that you're now crying about right now who said no to you? Like, why do you think that's okay? And then also I would have asked Paul, okay, now watching this back, did you make a mistake? What are your thoughts about Amber now? I would have loved if they would have asked that. Right. And I feel like they should actually apply Bliss's logic to this situation, which she said to Zach, which turned Zach off originally, right? Where Bliss was like, well, if you pick Irina, it says more about who you are than it says about me. And I feel like that could be applied to also Paul and Micah. Yes, it definitely does. I don't know what he's going for. I mean, I did appreciate, though, now that you mentioned Bliss, that Zach said, I essentially was afraid. And I would essentially, like, granted, I still am giving him a side eye. It's going to be a long time before I stop because I'm still like, you still chose this other person. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. And I don't think, and you and I both agree, Netflix shouldn't have given him the opportunity to propose again. He could have dated her and maybe in the reunion would be like, oh, what happened? Well, me and, you know, Arena broke up, but I, you know, reconnected with Bliss and now we're dating. That, like, to me, that's what I would have preferred versus him getting the opportunity to so quickly be able to get another engagement ring and propose so that Netflix can get the three minimum three weddings or whatever that they need to like make the season happen. Like, I don't think that was right. Cause right. I put bliss in a very bad situation in my opinion. Right. Cause for all that, we could saw Marshall date the other woman after Jackie too. just throw out every, just throwing everybody into the ring at this point. Yeah. Which is why I kind of felt like Jackie was lying a little bit. I'm not saying, cause I know he did apparently date someone off the cast, but I don't think he was intending to marry someone all right after that, because one Netflix is petty. We saw that with the cutie story in season three. If he really was trying to like, talk to another girl and propose one like you said they would have given him the same opportunity they gave zach but two we would have seen some type of footage in those pod episodes of him connecting with another girl and we never saw that right right exactly he got the edit where it was like i'm all in 100 percent into jackie yeah and that the bully yes and that was kind of i know we kind of got off topic so thank you for bringing us back into zach specifically um Mm -hmm. when he was talking about the song that him and bliss connected on and you know it was like the lyrics and i was scared of the mountains and and it sounded great he took accountability i'm very grateful that he did do that and he's been clearly he's been very apologetic so him and bliss have been able to healthily move forward it really does appear like she's not concerned or pressed about it but to your point, there was some probably insecurity and lack of self-love because I think what really made him so afraid, in my opinion, was when she kept talking about how her family sometimes isn't always nice to her boyfriends and they take like a while to kind of get on board. And he just wants like immediately for some another, I guess his partner's family to love him. 
And so then it was like, well, you know what? I think arena again is a path of least resistance. Although this girl forgot your birthday and doesn't affirm you, you guys don't mentally like connect real truthfully. And it was like, again, what the fuck did you like? I feel safer with Irina. So I'm going with Irina. What? You have to be lying to yourself. No, he did feel safer when you think about it, because he he was so accustomed to that type of lifestyle, maybe in his life that that Irina was normal to him. That is true. Comfortable, normal. And it's crazy because it's like. Bliss made you the cupcake she told you about Irina's character and you kind of weaponized that and use it against her which was weird um I was listening to this TikTok video shout shout out to the creator I don't know your name I'm sorry but she was pretty much saying (laughs) the reason why one of the reasons why Zach probably didn't pick Bliss was because when you think about Irina and Bliss's personalities and you're on a reality show, based on Irina's personality and her not caring, you would have automatically assumed that she was super attractive. As opposed yeah. to Bliss, who's super intelligent, aware, self-aware. He probably thought that Irina was going to look better than Bliss. Ooh, was he wrong? And right. So then when he met Bliss, because even remember when Marshall met Bliss, he was like, oh, this is Bliss. Right. Yeah. Because of, you know, biases and everything. And especially like what she does for a living. They didn't think that she was going to look like that. Yeah, you're so right. That is very true. The other part, though, to me, granted, is that, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. But we're talking about a Netflix. Do you really think they're casting? unattractive people yes it might be someone that's not necessarily like your cup of tea but Mm -hmm. i feel like still usually even micah like i don't necessarily think she's like this drop dead gorgeous woman but i could see if like she was out at bars men would hit on her right like i'm not like you know she still fits that archetype of like short petite blonde blonde bombshell for sure yeah Mm, that's crazy it's just, it was it was really hard to watch. And I feel like the men this season, with the exception of Brett, they really picked women that really did not balance them out. Like Marshall and Jackie. Like, it, it was giving savior complex. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of people who are team Marshall. You know, to an extent, I'm team Marshall too. But we cannot not acknowledge that Marshall was trying to fix something. Yeah. And Jackie, although she was, how she moved was fucked up, case in point, like that just is what it is. But it was definitely giving me summer from 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. They're the 500 Days of Summer couple. Yeah. He's Tom and she's Summer. Yeah, all the signs were there that she's not really in it, but he wanted to make this work. He had a certain, to your point, I mean, I have my own theory about dating. I always bring this up to you, Mm -hmm. like when we're just talking, not on the podcast, but for some people who may not know that I've said this before, a lot of men, in my opinion, have a certain idea of what their wife or next girlfriend will look like, be like. 
aesthetically and like the vibe, right? As we joke about this, just vibes, like it's like the vibe. And so then that's what he wanted. Like this girl that fits that vibe of, you know, like needs a little help is like a, a good girl, but maybe misguided. And I'm going to like bring her around and I'm going to like tame this wild horse and have this beautiful stallion woman want to like settle down with me and have my babies. And it's like, that's not really realistic. Yeah. And I think Marshall, he romanticized Jackie, right? Yeah. And even a huge yellow flag or red flag in the beginning was that when Marshall found out that Josh was wanting to propose to Jackie, all of a sudden, Marshall was like, like hyper masculine, like, I'm going to fuck him up. Like, that's my woman. And he didn't like think about it like, well, it's not like Josh is just randomly proposing to a stranger jackie's feeding him some type of energy like she's doing something too she's torn in her yeah and he didn't process and think about like oh she might be on the fence with me because if someone's into you they're going to pour into you no one else is going to be trying to propose in my opinion yeah yeah to give me a reason to want to no agreed i didn't like that because remember when she breaks up with him and i chose wrong This is, again, where they should have went in on her because, first of all, no, you didn't choose at all. You and the pods, I remember they did one of those, like, interviews with her, and she liked that Marshall essentially chose for her. He intimidated Josh enough that Josh just backed off, it appeared, because we never saw that proposal. And then she's like, yeah, my man wanted me, so he was like, you know, leave me alone. And she's all smiling and stuff about it. And now you're like, oh, I chose wrong. No, boo-boo. You let a man make the decision for you versus being uncomfortable and riding it out as long as you possibly could, dating both men until you were like, you know what? I have a stronger connection with this person. Let me actually now tell Marshall I want to break it off. Or let me tell Josh I want to break it off. But you never got to do that. You let Marshall do it. Yes. I just thought of something, Rashida, when you said that. So remember this whole time Jackie's been saying she wants an aggressive man, right? Yes. Marshall's at fault because Marshall played the role to get her. He did. And then his real self came out and he wasn't the aggressive man that he presented himself as. You're very right. He, he, oh. sure, he sure did fall into that because you're right. He really was like aggressive, like, nah, that's my woman. And it was like confronting Josh and the, and the guy's suite. And she thought that was so cute. And then the funny thing about this, though, is remember now at Chelsea's birthday where Josh like re-enters now and he's like, yeah, you know, uh, Marshall was like a crybaby and all these things. Well, if he was such a punk, why did you let him punk you out of proposing? That's true. That's true. And the last thing I want to say about that, just before I lose my train of thought on the hosts and why I I think we need different hosts like that are not attached, like Nick and Vanessa are making enough money in the background as executive producers. They can be there in the very beginning when they like send the couple, like send the people into the quads and stuff, but they don't need to be actually hosting because there was like this other piece where Marshall's like defending the, the joking that went too far between him and Jackie. And the whole time it's like, you know, she kept calling me sweet. And then I said, oh, you have like a strong jawline, something along those lines. And then Vanessa was like, oh, like, wow, that was really messed up what you said. I can't believe you said that when you were signing the marriage certificate. 
But yet again, we're not addressing that she kept calling her about to be husband sweet, aka she was calling him gay. And this is right. supposed to be a heterosexual man that you're now trying to emasculate and call gay. And we know, especially you're a black woman, you know that a black man would respond, it honestly any man, but specifically black men would be like, yo, what the fuck are you saying? I'm sweet. If that's not how they, they identify. Right. No, that would be a trigger. And yet I'm not supposed to just feel bad for you because he said something about your jawline being masculine, but you've been calling me gay and a pussy and a bitch and a man up since we got out the pods. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I feel like she was trying, because, you know, transphobia is a hot topic right now. Right. And I feel like Vanessa was trying to go that route. She was. It wasn't make, and to me, like, a reaction, a reactionary comment is not off limits. Like, it's not right. Like, you know, if you say, like, if you call somebody the B word and I call you a whore, like, wrong is wrong, right? Period. But at the same time, in my opinion, I could be wrong. I'm not trans. I didn't feel like that was a transphobic comment. So that's why I didn't understand the angle Nessa was trying to go with with that. And, like, to your point, the lack of accountability about how Jackie used an assumption, like she pretty much tried to emasculate Marshall with a perception of his sexuality, right? Which if he was into men, he wouldn't be on the show. So it also showed her biases about Black gay men and her viewpoints on masculinity in general. Yeah, And I feel like Vanessa was not equipped to have that conversation because she's also not black. Yeah. So she doesn't know what that looks like. And I just, to your point, get John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. You know, Chrissy Teigen probably be better than that. There, the guy, Kevin, Kevin from Married at First Sight host, I need him because he'd be like, nah, let's talk about it. And they'd be getting tight with him. And he'd be like, well, let's show the receipts, roll the tapes. Like, yes. <laughs> Uh, Perez Hilton. I mean, yes, we get Tanisha from Bad Girls Club. Somebody to hold somebody accountable. God, yeah, there's a lot more people out here. Probably even just these TikTok, Instagram influencers at this point would have better questions because I'm not trying to be your friend. And I think that's the issue. Nick and Vanessa still want to keep peace because these people are on their show and they, I guess, they form some kind of relationship. So keep it. Just let somebody else be the host. Right. I mean, we can bring Diamond back. Like, get Diamond. Diamond's funny. Oh, she would be a nice person. Honestly, they could get Lauren and Cameron to do it. Like Lauren and Cam. I think they would call people out. Lauren would be with the side eye with the looks like, mm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And Lauren's already hosted a show on MTV already. Yeah, they could get some people. Even Cammy, you know, she was like the co-host on Catfish. I love Cammy. Oh, she yes. can do it too. She's so cute. I no, love her. I, I started watching the most recent season because it's on demand on YouTube TV. It's really good. I do like Cammy. Yeah, she has a podcast, you know, called Relationships. Um, oh, wow. She has it on YouTube. She had like Karuchi on there. You know, she does her own episodes too, but look at us. I'm plugging another podcast, but you know, Black Girl Magic. She's just dope. So, yeah. Get, or get Rachel from The Bachelorette if she's not like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know where her, her ABC contract is, 
but hopefully it's over. Get her. Her podcast. Yeah, she's another queen. Yes, yes. I forgot about Rachel. One of the few seasons of The Bachelorette I watched. I was like, oh, Black Bachelorette? Watching, tuned in. She would definitely be good. I just, I don't know. I felt like after that long wait to a very messy, fun, chaotic season, it was just ruined by this horrible reunion. Agreed. Yeah, Jackie and Josh, I don't, I mean... Isn't this in y'all contracts? Like, I need y'all to show up. They got off easy doing like a, it should have, because this is the other thing. I've watched, re, like, um, especially during COVID, I've watched reunions, like 90 Day Fiance, where everyone had to be virtual, but it was still live for them. So everybody was able to, like, communicate in real time. And they should have had Jackie and Josh, like, live streaming with the cast so that Marshall and her could have had direct dialogue for the viewers in terms of like the drama piece because it wasn't there then Vanessa like wants him to react to this like long video with all these different comments and dicks she made I'm like I think it's going to be really hard for him to like go back and forth with nobody there right yeah I didn't like that I I just feel like just keep it neutral and then like even Vanessa's body language with Jackie, if you notice, it was very like friendly. Like I already knew time the prompter came on, she wasn't holding her accountable at all. I already knew it based on the body language. Was she afraid of Jackie? Is there a, an element you think there where she was like afraid to get on her bad side so she didn't ask the real questions? I don't know if she was necessarily afraid. I do think that she that Jackie might have been like a favorite by production. Like that, I think maybe the production actually liked Jackie as a person, which is why they did not attack her. You can tell production probably didn't like Marshall because of how they treated him for whatever reason. And they obviously liked Micah. Oh my God, they definitely did. So do you believe that Jackie's comment about had having already broken up with Marshall before seeing Josh is true? It could be. I think that um, I thought about that with the editing because it almost made it seem like she cheated on Marshall. But there's no way of telling. I mean, they could have taped it three months after they stopped filming and just sliced it into the episode. You know, we couldn't really tell. Yeah. I, I will say that although this season was chaotic, based on the editing, for them to even incorporate Zach and Bliss and give them a whole wedding, it seems like with us losing Marshall and Jackie, um, Zach and Irina, that between Tiffany, Brett, Paul, and Micah, am I missing some other couple? Oh, Kwame and Chelsea, that they didn't have enough footage. Like, it wasn't entertaining enough. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, let's talk about Kwame and Chelsea, because I feel like we both keep forgetting them. Were they boring? They weren't boring. I think it was more so... The show probably knew that they were they were going to get married because based on Chelsea's personality, it seems like she just wanted to get married and it didn't matter by who with who. <laughs> like it just seemed like like I liked Chelsea at first, but over time, especially with her edit at the end, it just seemed like this is my way. This is how this is going to go. You're doing this, Kwame. This is where we're at. We're walking down the aisle. This is the shoot we're doing in the lingerie. We're do- like it just seemed like she she was that little girl that had the wedding planned out since she was five. 
Kwame just fell into that because also too, and I say the same thing with Bliss. If you are a second choice, why are you okay with that? And the fact that Chelsea was comfortable with being a second choice, in my opinion, like she wasn't comfortable, but she stayed in it. She just wanted to get married. Okay, so you brought something that I really didn't think about because I was literally talking to my mom about Chelsea. And I am a fan of Chelsea's because I felt like she had her stuff together. I felt like she did come on the show for the right intention of, I want a partner. I want to get married. I want to find a man. She wasn't like trying to be dramatic. She wasn't, you could tell she wasn't like looking for social, like social media followings, things like that. And it looked like from some of the conflicts she had, she never overreacted where it was like, oh my God, she like went crazy. She always kind of really spoke, told, like said how she felt, but it was always like respectful and seemed like level-headed. Like she just seemed mature from Mm -hmm. that angle. But what you're saying, I, I never really thought about it. Like she's just looking for someone essentially like, you're just going to fit into this box because this is my plan. One thing they, when Vanessa kept plugging the whole, oh, who's going to have kids? She was like, yeah, you know, like I thought my timeline was running out, but now we're just going to take it day by day. And I'm like, girl, you are 30. I'm guessing by now, maybe 31, but you have time. You're not a geriatric pregnancy. I think they start calling us that by like 34, 35. You got some time to just be married, like calm down. But I did like her. Um, Mm -hmm. However, the second choice, Kwame spoke about how, oh, I was going to break up with her but like essentially she beat me to it based on what we saw i don't believe that at all however would love to hear your point of view no i think this happens every day like kwame was really into micah for whatever reason micah wasn't going to be into him even if he proposed to micah even if micah accepted she would i feel like okay i'm gonna I'm sling it somewhere and sling it back I feel like Micah in no situation, no scenario, she was never getting married on the show, right? So even if Kwame proposed and she accepted, she still was not marrying nobody, period. So my thing is Kwame's, like, okay, Kwame was really into Micah. And then somehow he was like, well, I don't want to be alone right now because I've tried to get on like nine other dating shows. And (laughs) this one girl named Chelsea's feeling me. And she kind of, Although she doesn't look like the girl that I'm really in love with or I really like, they have very similar characteristics. So, like, let's go with that and see where that goes. Now, in a regular situation, because I feel like this happens so often, he would have married Chelsea. The likelihood of him ever seeing Micah again would have been slim to none. And Micah just would have been the girl or the woman in the back of his head that always got away. The shoulda, coulda, woulda. I wish things would have been different. I wish I ended up with this one, but then I've grown to love Chelsea. But because this is messy yeah. Netflix, they all go on a honeymoon together. And Kwame didn't consider that because, you know, he probably didn't even watch the show before and he's been on trying to get on whatever dating show, whatever. So then, like, like let's say, like in our real lives, we're dating someone and then we're put in a situation where we were forced to see our ex from last week. Your feelings are going to come out. yeah. But in the real world, that doesn't happen. So now he's with Chelsea. They're on a honeymoon. Then Micah comes in. All those feelings comes back. Chelsea who? Right. Then they have liquor. 
then that adds more fuel to the fire. And then of course, Micah to me is manipulative and she knows what she's doing. So let's cheers oh, to yeah. a Phil proposal. What proposal? Y'all broke up with each other well before a proposal was even made. What are you talking about? Like, are you dumb? Right. Micah is that woman who knows she just likes attention. She doesn't like the person, but she just likes attention. And she's going to do whatever to get that attention from someone. You know what I'm saying? So she knew that Kwame liked her because he was going to propose. So in that moment, she was, let me go fuck with him a little bit because that, that's the type of, that's going to get me riled up. I'm going to go fuck with him. And then on top of that, even at Kwame's fiance's birthday party, Chelsea, he still need closure with Micah. Why yeah. are we talking with her at the damn thing? Move on. And my thing is Chelsea, like, I get it that you're mature, which goes back to my point. You just want to be married because it's like, at no point did you sit there and say, yo, this dude is really not into me. Like, he's into me when Micah's not present. But Tom Micah here, yeah. he's not into me no more. But he probably really not even into you when she's not present either. I'm just convincing myself that he is. Yeah, I was very surprised. I was waiting for him, honestly, to say no. And then when he said yes, I was like, wait, what? I don't know how he changed his mind. Honestly, I felt like he was going to say no. Right. It's like, Rashida, have you ever dated someone who they always compare you to their ex? Oh, yeah, the avoidance. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. And then you're still dating them. You're like, well, maybe they're going to, maybe, you know, in time, they're going to stop mentioning their ex. They're not, they're not over it. Yeah. And then one day you're just like, you know, you don't like me. Like, I can't compete with that. And I yeah. I wanted that for Chelsea. I wanted that. I wanted that for her. And she just never got there. No, because she just loved that man. Or just like you said, love the idea of being able to get married. It could be both now. I didn't really think of it, but you do have some valid points there. The and, whole second and, choice part is hard to swallow. And disclaimer. I don't fuck with Kwame at all. I'm just, I am team Chelsea, period. I don't fuck with Kwame, but I call a spade a spade. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of his either. I loved how at the end of the reading, he's like, I want to clear up, like, you know, I do love my name and my heritage. I'm like, okay, sir, you just got a lineup for the reunion. I don't even know who told you you need to do that because I don't know why we didn't have a lineup the whole show, but hey, that's neither here nor there. That's like the petty coming out. However, when that first episode, regardless of him saying the whole name thing, it was very apparent that he is looking for white validation. And so it wasn't too surprising that he wanted to go by or mention the whole idea of going by another name so that you don't bring up race. Because I'm sorry, I don't see a world where I would go on a dating show like that and still not bring up my race. You're going to hear that my name is Rashida and you're going to think one of two things. Either you're going to think I'm an Indian and Muslim or you're going to think I'm Black and Muslim. But either way, you're going to know I'm a woman of color and I'm not white. And I don't have a problem with that. You should know that. And then you hear my voice and you're like, oh, that's a Black woman speaking. Okay. Right. I feel like you should know that. There's no problem with that. Right. Uh. And it's like, even his interactions with the Black men, it could just be me. It just felt like he wasn't even fitting in with Brett and Marshall either. Oh, no, not at all. Because it looks like Brett and uh, Marshall have some type of bromance now and that they're mm -hmm. very close. 
Kwame is not involved. And also, he don't live there. Yeah, that whole... Neither does Brett, though, so there's no excuse. Yeah, but Brett never complained the way he was complaining. You know why he was complaining? Because it wasn't Micah. Because if it was Micah's ass, his ass would have went right to Temp, Arizona and moved right to Temp. <laughs> That's why I say people move mountains for the person they want to be with. I'm telling, I be telling people if they won't do it, it's because of you. It's yeah. because of you. They will do it for the right person. Always. Yeah. And when we say because of you, it doesn't mean that like you're lacking. It just means they're just not feeling you like that. That's all that really means. Right. Case in point, Irina and Zach. Irina wouldn't even kiss this man when she met him, but was willing to give the puss to her quote unquote best friends man who physically had the same characteristics of the dude she wouldn't kiss. Yep, exactly. Let's talk about her. All right. So uh, those tears again. I like that Zach slightly put her in her place and was like, you were on it. You were on here for Instagram clout. Like he did it in the nicest way possible. And I was just like, I kind of wanted him to go in more lists, such class. She tried to stay out of it as much as she could, but Irina's tears and oh, I'm a better person. And da, 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 da. no, you're not. That's who you are. Period. Own it. Own it. And then like, She's trying to like, yeah, when I met him, I just didn't feel safe. And like, he could probably say the same. I know. Why are you putting words in that man's mouth? He ain't never say that. His body language, it clearly indicated he was interested in getting to know you and being physically like close. So what are you talking about? That was all you. Right. I wish she just would have owned it more in the sense of like, it's one thing to say like, I'm sorry for this, sorry for that. But in my opinion, I feel like, unpopular opinion that was her own discernment as to why she did not want to be with him and she did not know why like you know what i'm saying like yeah her inability to be affectionate her inability to pay him any attention when he tried to touch her she would move away it's like that was her own discernment that that was not her partner but instead of just acknowledging that and being upfront and honest and because a, a tv crew is involved she stayed in it, which did more damage to him at the time, which I was happy that it, he didn't, because I had this thing where I, I, it bothers me where people try to hurt your feelings when you're not at fault for anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, Zach is not unattractive. She just wasn't attracted to him. But those type of people try to make Zach seem like he's unattractive. You know what I'm saying? Yes, agreed. Yeah, she made it seem like he was just so gross. It was like, no, he's not. Right. When she was gross. (laughs) Yeah, right. And again, Vanessa could have went in on her. Like, she slightly mentioned, you know, some of the eye rolling and her putting her head under the pillow. But like, no, you were supposed to go in on her and be like, that was childish, immature, and you owe Zach an apology right now. Go. Right. And when I say she's gross, I mean her insides are gross and immature right now. Like, I'm not talking about her physically. I can care less. Like, just inside as a person. Like, she has a lot of things she needs to work on, which is why she can't even, to me, she's not even built to date. Oh, I completely agree. Her and Micah have a lot of self-work that needs to happen in there because what we saw to me is who they are. You can't fake that that long. You being that mean and not caring about how you're, 
how your words and actions are affecting other people is just who you are. I don't think you just turn that on for the camera or like Micah put a battery in Irina's back. Like, yeah, she helped because she's clearly like a follower, but that's who you are. And then being that mean to Zach versus being like, you know what? I'm sorry. I really thought love was blind. Like I really did like envision myself falling for you, but now seeing you, unfortunately, like the physical attraction just isn't there for me. And it was really hard to say, and I'm sorry, but that's just how I feel right now. Versus you being like, it'll get away from me. Right. And like on top of that, going back to discernment, I don't even think it was the physical component. I think that was bullshit on her part. She wasn't really into Zach. Like she didn't remember his fucking birthday. That speaks sure That speaks, you don't like him. Because if you, if he was Paul, you would have remembered that birthday and probably would have given him the business when you met him. No, you're right. It is a different layer. I didn't even think about that because she did forget it. You know what she also did, which is why I felt like now, like bringing what you're saying back to memory, she really didn't care because when she realized it was his birthday, let's say it was the morning time, but she had like the first date, you could have easily pulled one of the production staff and be like, hey, oh my God, I fucked up. I didn't realize it was his birthday, but can you like even if it's not during our date, can you send him balloons or flowers or um, some candy? You could have had them send him something, a card even like, hey, can y'all get me a card? I can just write a handwritten note and please send it to him. You chose to do nothing. And then this was like, oh, my bad. But Bliss is getting you something. Like what? Right. And, And that's why I was frustrated with Zach. Like you're accepting minimal effort. Like you're, so you're accepting minimal effort from her. And then you chose her. When was she ever going to respect you? Right. There was no consequences for her lack of trying. And I think that it almost became, you mentioned it with um with Paul and Micah and that whole Kwame situation, like that love triangle. But because technically they were in a love triangle as well, was Irina trying to just win? You know what I mean? Like, I just want to win it. I don't necessarily like him, but I just want to be able to get a man out of this. I want to go on to the next phase of the show. So I want to get proposed to. So any girl in my way, if there's any guy here that's inching toward proposing, I'm going to make sure that they propose to me. Right. And honestly, I wish we I wish we had like live feeds at the pods. If we could watch it back, you could probably see that Irina was not interested in him at all. I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, mm, yeah. Mm, wow great and then zach probably made it more than what it was probably i tell you it's the whole just vibes and the feelings that people get and you're like that's actually an unhealthy feeling that you're getting from your childhood trauma response that feels comfortable because it's like what unfortunately you dealt with but this doesn't mean it's good mm-hmm. you have a queen over here baking you cupcakes and affirming you and then you're like i love her mind and even when like we're not like old and, and wrinkly and not having sex. Like I'm going to just still love talking to her and you still chose someone else. I would love if a man spoke, like, I just love her mind. Mm. Like, what are we saying? I was watching love Island, you know, this past season mm-hmm. and they asked, they were playing one of those games, you know, they're also, that show's also petty. They're like, you have to pick an Islander for each thing. It was pick an Islander for their face, like for your perfect girl. Pick one for face, pick one for body, and pick one for personality, okay? 
which one of those three things do you think he chose his black the black girl he was in an actual couple with which one do you think he chose her for body of course and he chose a white girl for the face and another white girl for personality and so the girl he's in a couple with this black woman is upset he's like that's childish that's immature i had to pick somebody no of all the things yes of all the things you could have chose your actual couple that you apparently liked it could have been face or, or a personality she probably even would have done better with personality but when you just say my body what am I good for? You could get another nice body tomorrow from another girl. Right. And which goes to show, remember that concept we talked about? I don't know if we talked about it on our podcast or if we talked about it on uh, just on the phone where I, I think I found it or you found it was saying that a lot of times when someone cheats, not every time, that you that they usually cheat with the person that for whatever reason, society standards or whatever, they could not be with. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have talked about this. So it's like, damn, bro. Like, you don't even think your own girl is smart? Yeah, it's really sad. It was, uh, but yeah, Irina, somehow or another, she, I feel like she, her and Micah would somehow finagle their ways on like some other dating show. It'll be like 90 Day Fiance Single Life. You're like, they weren't even on the show. How are they? Like, I think they're just looking for clout. And I still stand by that. So when Zach said that, I was like, yes, you go, Glenn Coco. Like, call her out. Yes. And I feel like Micah and Arena are going to be best friends for life. Because number one, Micah, we already see her judgment with friendships anyway. Her friends are trash. Whether it's the the one who was envious <laughs> of her, whether it was the other one who let Paul smack her ass, <laughs> whether it was irena trying to bang paul and then vanessa called her out no zach was like yeah somebody in this room told me and then they go around the room tiffany you say something chelsea you say something irena she's like well and then vanessa's like oh there it is that's the one again yeah <laughs> and then mike was like yeah they just are cloud chasing it's just mm. well to switch gears can we just celebrate this black love? Because I feel like they didn't get, they did not get any credit on a reunion. They sure didn't. And we've just Brett been ran and hooting and hollering by everybody else versus Brett and Tiffany who chose each other. There was no drama the whole time other than her falling asleep in the pod. There wasn't really like any like tough thing that they had to overcome, which I think is a good thing. I felt like for me, they kind of proved my particular hypothesis on casting older people over 30 because people over 30 like and when I say that I mean like let's say anywhere between like 34 and 40 they are I've really tried I've really been in the dating scene unfortunately I've had a really hard time I'm really trying to find love I'm willing to compromise and make things work and that to me that's where they both were versus you're casting 27 and 26 year olds who are like, oh, I'm just trying, like, you really want to be married at 26? No, you don't. Please stop. Exactly. And you remember we talked about that? Like, that should be a twist one season. Everyone's like 34 and up. Yeah, they need to do that. I think if their goal is to get more people on the altar um, who actually at least just propose and get out of the pod, then I think they should be going older. And people who actually get married. I think if they were really going for like a success rate, they should cast older. If they still want the drama that we get, then they should just keep going about it the way that they have been. 
But when you're casting 25 year olds, I don't think that's realistic. I don't, at 25, I personally didn't want to be married. So I know it's like hard quite for me to like get it, but I'm like, no, at 25, you might want like a really like serious partner, but to be married, I think can be a lot, especially mm-hmm. in the microscope and the way in which the pressure cooker that is love is blind. I don't think 25 year olds should be going through that versus somebody who is 35, 36, 37. Yo, I've been dating. I might've had like a girlfriend or boyfriend for four or five years and we still ended up breaking up. So I have better discernment and decision-making skills now to go through this process quickly and feel confident that I'm picking a partner that I can say yes to. Right. And you'll get your outliers who are like mature and younger, Mm -hmm. but I feel like ultimately they need to cast older. I agree. I mean, Tiffany's a prime example like you said, and shout out to her for having, getting rid of the, the blonde highlights because I hated them. And that all black <laughs> hair was give bing. Sis was looking like a goddess on that stage. <laughs> I was here for it. I was like, yes, Tiff. Yeah, they both looked really good. And yeah, I, I'm excited to see them progress and to move forward. I, I do feel confident actually about them. All of the, the couples that got married, even in season three, which I think, what is it, Brennan and Alexa? Mm-hmm. Although like they didn't necessarily either have like a hard time. I didn't really feel strongly about them. I was just like, eh. But this couple I actually like. So I'm hoping that like we'll get some more updates with them as like other seasons like continue and that whole message from Bartiste and his baby I'm like clearly you are not with this girl and you are a shit show because we just saw you on the perfect match have you seen her no I'll send it to you after the podcast you're gonna be very um I don't know you might be at loss of words loss of words Okay, is it giving like he went to the bar and was just like, who can I prowl on? Like, what is it giving? It's giving, I went to the flea market and I bumped into her car and she came outside to look at the damage and then we went home together. So it's giving. Oh my gosh. Yikes. I did see the comments when like it became revealed he had a baby. People were like, oh, he clearly doesn't live with that girl like that he don't live with that baby like he just came over to visit to play you know part-time dad definitely part-time dad but but to my Uh, point he got everything he deserved he did and he's another one i think when he was on his season he was only 25 as well no i'm sorry even men who claim that they're serious at 25 usually aren't actually serious like they're just still wanting to be, you know, they might want a girlfriend, but like marriage? No. It's the haircut. Okay. All right. Casting. Casting. Let's talk about it. When you guys are oh. casting season five, well, they probably already did that. Let's go to season six or seven at this point. When you guys cast whichever season is next, that's, you know, that hasn't begun yet. And you have black men that come in. Brett and Marshall had shape ups, but if they have that Kwame Bartiz non-shape up, ask more pressing questions. That's all I'm going to say about that. Also, oh. why do people not believe that his sister was his sister? Oh, it's about Kwame that she was a pig. Yes. Yes, why? Oh. I didn't understand that. I thought that was his sister. I don't know. People just, I mean, people hated him. People hated him. 
Yeah. yeah I thought it was really wild. Like, and I'm not the best person to speak on this, but the whole, like, I'm not going to use my name. I know a lot of people who do that every day. They have their, like, traditional name, and then they have their American name. Yes. And yeah, so when he, when, when he said that, I feel like that's why I thought the direction he was going in. But usually, maybe I'm, I'm wrong, his name just would have been Alex from the Rip, like, on the show. It just would have never been Kwame. I think yeah. where he was wrong was, okay, in this little scenario, I'm going to just use Alex. And this is kind of like, it's a little anti-Black. Yes, that's what it was giving. And he's trying to like, he did try to clean it up saying something like, oh, like it was a longer snippet that we didn't see the whole piece and he's proud of his name. But honestly, it didn't really come across as such. Even in the pods, it just didn't seem like he was like proudly speaking to his heritage. And the editors were messy for leaving that in. They could have left that out. They should have. But the editors probably weren't even black and didn't realize how problematic that shit was. Most likely, because of course, why would they have a black cast, like, you know, crew in the background to understand like how to share the narrative of a, from a black man, an African black man's perspective? Like, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. And they probably didn't even think that that would even like catapult people into hating him. Like they probably were like, oh, people are going to feel empathetic towards him because that's really sad. He couldn't take his prom date to prom because he was black. Now he won't use his name. And this is like, it's still giving anti-blackness and then his his yeah. preferences that he's preferencing also is rooted in a little anti-blackness definitely it really was i think we would have still had the same fan reaction i think to him because inherently there were other ways in which he was speaking to wanting like to assimilate as close as he possibly could to whiteness mhm Mm-hmm. So I think we still would have had an issue with him. And then obviously his like connection with Micah. So when she broke up with him and he was like upset and crying, I actually felt bad for him. And I do remember saying, wow, this is what happens to people in real life. And you don't know you need it. You needed her to do that to you because Chelsea is better for you. Right. Like that's how I felt watching that scene. I was like, oh, this sucks. Who wants to get broken up with? You do like the girl, but that's not who you need. She's not it. You asked her to affirm you and to give you love and affection. And she said, no, I'm not doing that. And then you got a girl over here that is doing that. And you apparently like her, quote unquote. So no, like this is a good thing. It's going to hurt right now. But but then instead of it just hurting right now and being like, you know what? I'm better for this. That whole Mexico debacle kind of proved to me, no, you're still very much in life or love with this girl. So... Ooh, we can kind of close out on that on this note i it just hit me moral to the story don't settle both of you don't settle chelsea settled for second <laughs> kwame settled because he couldn't get micah wow. yeah mm-hmm. they did wow. and think about this that happened in season two with ayana and jared oh and they are divorced don't even get me started. Queen and, Ayana. Yep, exactly. She was a queen, or is a queen. And, is a queen. Is a queen. you know, I don't think Jared is like a bad person, but 
I definitely liked him way, way more than Kwame. Um, however, I feel like he did fuck up. When Mallory said no, you were supposed to just go home. He was supposed to go home. And then it maybe later on him and Ayana could have dated, you know, after he healed from that. I think that that could have happened. But right after, like she said, no, so now let me just propose to the next joint. That's just, no. Are you even healed? I honestly wish that, I think if Mallory wasn't so prideful that they could have dated. But I think she was trying to like prove a point that she liked Sal and that she was like happy. And so she should have, cause they had their whole issue too when they had their honeymoon trip and they were like flirting and they should have actually tried to date. I think they would have been compatible. Yeah, because Jared made that disrespectful comment. And yeah, she, she went right along with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. Don't settle, y'all. I have been knowingly have seen men, but oh, yeah, you cool. Well, I'm going to go for X, Y, and Z. Okay, go for that. I will not be here. Thanks. Doesn't mean the other option isn't a great option. Just not going to be here, though. If that happens to not work out for you. Goodbye. Listen, Bryce Lennon. And Love Jones Mark are never a second option. And if you thought we were, you can go to hell. Yeah, bye. We'll never see you there, but bye. That love ain't blind. (laughs) Love is blurry. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, that is a perfect way to close out the episode. Y'all, please let us know your thoughts. Who are your favorite characters or couples from this past season of Love is Blind? Um, you can always email us at the ugly ducklings pod at gmail or ugly ducklings pod at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to us on Instagram at Love Jones Mark or at Bryce Lennon. And we will catch you guys next week. Always a pleasure. Later. <laughs>